Kingfish, what's going on? It's Patrick. Man, I wish I wish we could have talked yesterday when you tried to call me and then I figured you might have got dropped because I know that you get in dicey areas. And right when you were calling, we had friends that showed up too. So that's why I didn't try to call you back and the dogs were all going up and crazy and it was just my house was a freaking madhouse. So but man, you rap about as good as I do, freestyle. You freestyle about as good as I do. That's not a compliment. <laughs> that was that was just, that was funny, man. I'm, I like how right at the end you're like, "This is gone in 24 hours." Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm glad you're going home. All I thought about was Ozzy Osbourne. Mama, I'm coming home. All right, Kingfish. Thanks, man. We'll have to do a call sometime, though. I definitely I think that would be fun. All right, man. Take care. Peace. Yeah, I was on my way home, and uh, I was in Chicago, so I figured I was pretty safe with the signal, but I figured I was getting kind of tired, so I figured, oh, it'll be fun. I'll call my buddy Patrick. And I thought that would be kind of fun. We are definitely have to do a call-in, but now my wife's on anchor, so now I have to be polite. <laughs> have a great day, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, my rapping is... Uh, very uh slacking <laughs> all right here we go again with quote of the day everything in life that we really accept undergoes a change everything in life that we really accept undergoes a change Catherine mansfield you know i wonder if Catherine mansfield meant that we undergo a change in in the acceptance of a thing because if, if it was unacceptable, what made you accept the thing? What made you change yourself? You know, what was it about it that, that made you feel, you know, that, that you could accept such a thing? You know, this, this is just, you know, I, I'm, of course I'm reading these quotes out of context. And I don't know exactly what was said. But that's the feeling I'm getting on this one. Kingfish, good quote of the day today. Don't bow to the bullshit. Love it. I think everybody should live their life like that and, you know, try to do their best to stay away from what just doesn't matter, you know? Things, a lot of stuff just doesn't matter matter but gets a lot of time and attention and focus so it's about separating from that bullshit right all right good stuff safe travels peace that's got to be the best quote i've heard all week i'm down with that unfortunately i'm surrounded by it constantly but I do agree with it at least I try to I like that it's a good one Jeremiah keep them coming oh you picked a great person to quote from Catherine Mansfield one of the greatest well not just one maybe one of the greatest short story writers of all time 
Everything in life that we really accept undergoes a change. So suffering must become love. That is the mystery. So suffering must become love. That is the mystery. I, I haven't heard Catherine Mansfield's name mentioned for over 10 years maybe even more. I have read uh, short stories by her. Uh, I once had a relationship with somebody related. There's a county map to go with the wall of her and stick in the shinty bowl to brick the brack the crack and all let's call it an Irish pub.
alongside Warhawk. Sing it loud. And the Romeo Fox Trot. Shall we dance?
see a vehicle down in the courtyard. I'm going to check it out. Well done, Hawks. Well done. Wants a 20 Mike Mike Vulcan right along those tree lines. Ripping the shit out of them. Got a vehicle on the bridge. 50 caliber on board. He's moving across. He's flying a weapon. Big Duke 6. Clear the area. I'm coming down myself. These people let me give up.
hold up in that car wash, gentlemen. Come here, son. Whoops. You look tired, boy. Rest yourself. You punks look tuckered out, too. That's an attention getter. Now, a lady in a wedding gown. Yes, sir. Get in the car? Yes, sir. See who's driving? N no, sir. License plate? Yes, sir. Uh, Georgia plates. Um, band one. Uh, B A N dash O N E. All right, now you boys just stay here and watch the car. There might be some vandals around who want to steal something. So you boys just stay here and keep your hands on the car until one of my associates arrives. And don't go home. Don't go to eat. And don't play with yourself. It wouldn't look nice on my highway. Oh, you can think about it, but don't. She insulted my town. She insulted my son. Look, what is she? She insulted my authority. Yeah. And that's nothing but pure and simple old-fashioned communism. Happens every time one of those dancers start poontanging around with those show folk facts. Right. I can see her now. Running back up that aisle. No, she was dancing back up the aisle. And knockers bouncing all over the joint. To go that way. Her well, ass was wiggling too. What's your handle, son? And uh, what's your twenty? My handle, Smokey Bear, and I'm tail grabbing your ass right now. Nobody. Nobody makes Sheriff Buford T. Justice look like a possum's becker. Except for that... Your ass. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. This is Sheriff Buford T. Justice of Texas! Texas? You know, of course, that you're out of your jurisdiction. I suggest that you let my department handle the situation. That's very comforting. But I'm in a high-speed pursuit. Don't you hear good? I hear perfectly. The fact that you are a sheriff is not germane to the situation. The goddamn Germans got nothing to do with it. What do you say? Shut up one shit at a time. All right. This is Sheriff Buford T. Justice again. I lost that Trans Am. Set up a roadblock. Good idea. What the hell you know? I believe we have the situation well under control, Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wreck it, Sheriff. Hey, boy. Where's Sheriff Bradford? I am Sheriff Branford. Oh. <laughs> For some reason or another, you sound a little taller on radio.
Adler's the world coming to. You must be in a hell of a hurry, huh, Sheriff? Bet your ass on that boy. Oh, you got a little mess here. Let me, hmm? let me help you out here. Get that off of there. That's a way for an officer. Yeah. Who are you chasing? Somebody chasing you? Nobody's chasing me, boy. I've been chasing a goddamn maniac all the way from Texarkana, Texas. Really? Was he a bank robber? Bank robber? Bank robber and his baby's kid alongside of what this dude is doing. Yeah. Almost killed funny law officer. Driving through people's backyard, knocking down mailboxes. Got a broad in the car, took him across the state line. That's a man out. I don't think he's got a permission, and that's getting him. How's that behind James? <laughs> what oh? Oh, let me pay for it. Let me pay for it. Mm, no, 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 you're an officer of the law. I, I'd, I'd be honored. <laughs> Much obliged. Where's the can? I got to take the squirt. All right back there. Just one. <laughs> didn't he? If they had a cremated the son of a bitch, I could have been kicking up Mr. Bandit's ass around the moon by now. Hold my hat! My hat blew off, Daddy. I hope that goddamn head was in it. Can you see anything? Yeah, it's a football game. Can we watch, Daddy? Hey, you stand watch the game. I'm going back. <laughs> you see, when I get you back home, I'm gonna find the tallest tree in the country. And then I'm gonna hang you from it. <laughs> Sheriff! I'm listening. Do the letters F-O mean anything to you? Smart Alex. Oof. What happened, Daddy? Get back in that goddamn car. As I get home, the first thing I'm gonna do is punch your mama in the mouth. I do, officer. My name's... I don't care if your name's Broderick Crawford. Don't you know you can't drive a piece of shit like that on the highway? I'll thank you not to use that kind of language in my presence. Never mind that crap. Now, what the hell is this? This is evidence. Evidence? Well, I don't care what it is. You can't drive this piece of shit on my highway. I'm telling you for the last time. I happen to have my young son in the car, and I don't want to hear that kind of language. Look, 
I'm asking you one single goddamn hold death. Don't you ever, ever raise your voice to me. You know who you're talking to? I happen to be Buford T. Justice, a distinguished officer of over 30 years seniority, one of the most highly respected law enforcement agents in the United States of America. That vehicle happens to be evidence, valuable evidence, that's going to convict the maniac that I've been trying to apprehend and that I have been in high-speed pursuit of for 700 miles. He is wanted for the Man Act, kidnapping, and the attempted murder of over 20 brother officers. Now I got the son bitch, and I got him with his fly open. <laughs> Hey, King, trying not to eat the mic because my phone's mic is so doggone loud. Uh, anyway, yeah, just catching up on your station. I am very behind because, well, well, I've been working and I had to make up class and ugh, today was just a disaster, but that's okay. Um, anyway, uh, I actually was talking about Lorena McKennett on my station, um, how I was going to do a cover of Dante's Prayer. I have it, actually. It's been done for about 10 years. Um, just not released. Uh, been too afraid to, actually. So, yeah, very critical. Uh, at least I think I still have it. <laughs> I hope. If not, well... Oh well. Anyway, uh, welcome home to your home, and uh, happy f Thursday. Sarah, I have a hard time picturing you being afraid of anything. I just really do. I say go for it. Dig that track out, give it a good listen, do what you gotta do, and release it. I don't know you to hold back from anything. Why start now? I'm just saying. Um, I haven't had a chance to go over there. Listen, I'm going to go over there right now and see what you got to say about Lorena McKinnon. Um, she's a good artist.
know what he is.
assumption. Hey, driver, tell him about that CB radio you ordered. Song on the radio, oh. 
Now, the, uh, the potential for fame and misfortune has got everybody tongue-tied. Now, does anybody out there got one of those CB with Bluetooth by any chance? No, I got a cousin with green teeth. <laughs> oh, what? So I got a cousin with green teeth. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. No, I don't have one of those. But, uh, it looked be pretty cool. I just want to know the reason. I mean, what's the purpose to have Bluetooth on the CB? I say, <laughs> I say you sit around the TNA truck stop with all the other drivers and, you know, be sitting there drinking coffee. I got me a Bluetooth CB radio. And you ain't got one. That's that's the whole reason. Yeah, but my question is, what's the purpose of the Bluetooth on the CB? I mean, I, I, I don't get it. Oh, you mean it, it, in actuality, you know, works with your uh, cell phone. And you get a, you know, you see them people running around the earpiece in their ear. That's that's a Bluetooth. And uh, instead of having it in their ear, they use it via the CB radio. And uh, key up on the mic like they're talking to anybody else and they're actually talking to the cell phone. So how's that? That's how that thing works, huh? Yeah, pretty much. And it's a piece of crap radios that they can't sell any other way. Yeah, I learned they were crappy radios when I had a Nightwatch soundtracker. <laughs> well, I got a 29 Classic and I got a, I got a Galaxy 99, but I mean, that was, uh, I was just want to know the purpose of the Bluetooth, you know? Well, it's just more of a gimmick than anything, to be honest. I, unless unless one falls into your lap at a relatively low price, I wouldn't even worry about it. You know, if you're looking to use hands-free for your cell phone, just get you one of them little, you know, jawbone earpieces or, or whatever. You know, you can find them anywhere anymore. Yeah, I got one of those things. I look like a pilot with it. Yeah, yeah. Bet you've been dreaming about us. <laughs> well, if it ain't Don Juan and Don Half a Juan. <laughs> honk, honk. Keep your paws off, Pete. Well, I just wanted to touch something big for good luck. Yeah, well, why don't you grab your nose? <laughs> well, you got you on that one, didn't you? Oh, that? shut up. Yeah, I'll tell you something. Come tomorrow, I am going to be a free man, and the competition here between you and me is going to get pretty stiff. Shoot, boy, you got a lot to learn yet. Remember, I got a whole year of single life under my belt. Boy, has it been a year already since you've been divorced? Yes, sir. And I've enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. Here's your menus. Huh. You can read English, can't you? Or do you need this translated into gorilla? <laughs> How's about a little kiss start off with? Come on, just one. I'll be back. <laughs> you know something? I think you got her motor running. Sure. <laughs> I tell you, the day that Penny walked out of my life was the happiest day of my life. I really started to live. Yeah, well, my happy day is coming tomorrow because my divorce will be final. And I don't have to look at that, Natalie, anymore. And you and me are going to start hitting them night spots. You know what I mean? I'll tell you one thing I learned. There are plenty of fish in the ocean. Yeah. Come on, let's face it. I'm a man's man. I don't need no cute little house to live in with a little picket fence around. I don't need to come home and uh, talk to some woman, confide in her. Right. Heck, what am I going to talk about to her anyway? 
Right. I'm Pete Harland. I'm a lunar. And I like it. Right. Hey, uh, well, what do you have in there, Hank? What, uh... I'm, huh? I'm gonna have that hamburger. Well, hamburger, I'm gonna have me that man-sized steak. French fried potatoes, pie olive. Bold. Hey, uh, what's wrong with you? What? What? What you doing there, that? What you doing? What you doing? What's that supposed to be, anyway? I can't help it. You're acting like a sissy. I'm so lonely. Will you just get through telling me about all... Well, you keep that up. I'll tell you, I'm going to another table. No, no, don't leave me, Hank. Don't hey, leave me. Get your hands off me. Them guys are starting to stare. I'm sorry. It's just you don't know how lonely it is day after day, night after night. Nice. Come, Sally. Bird straighten us. Okay, what's it going to be? Oh, you'll have burger. I'll have steak, french fries, pile them out, and box Kleenex, please. What? Oh, he just get a box Kleenex. It's always joking around like that. What's wrong with you? I got some little girl or something. Loud. I got to blow my nose. Well, wipe it on your sleeve. I can't. It's suede. Well, that's a dry cleaner's problem. Don't you understand? I don't want to ruin my jacket. Penny gave it to me. Penny, Penny. Why you some kind of big baby here? Use that. Thanks, Zach. You're real, buddy. Oh, Hank, what am I going to do? Oh, for one thing, you can keep that. You got to straighten up for crying out loud. What's the matter with you anyway? I'm sorry. I mean, if you're going to be a man, you don't need no wife. Uh -huh. If you're going to be a man, you can do it on your own. You can, uh... See, you hear that song? Yeah. Now, that used to be Natalie's favorite song. We're together all the time, we used to hear. Think that bothers me anymore? We are through. Doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Every guy's gonna be a man. She used to love that. We get on that little blue cherry. Hey, turn that thing off or I'm gonna kick it in. Hey, Hank, remember what you just told me? Oh, shut up. Did you see my heart's breaking? Come on, guy. Uh oh, Well, I guess I'll have a shot of rye and a beer with mine. Is my nose red? Huh? Just a little bit. I don't think she noticed. Boy, does this look good. Yeah, Note this sure thing. does. Okay, Nate. Okay, Nate. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, those are a little puffy, aren't they? Huh? No, they look. Oh. Hey, how come you guys ain't eating? Oh, Hap, we're not hungry for your food. We're hungry for your love. Well, in that case, you're going to starve today. <laughs> well, we got to blow. Got to hit the road. There you are, Sally. 
We'll be seeing you again soon. Yeah. Just listen for our horn. Yeah, toot, toot, toot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could fall for either one of those two lugheads. They just don't take love seriously. <laughs>
and raised in Tennessee, the daughter of a trucker from a trucking family. My first chance to take the wheel came when I was 17, and all the boys in the freight yard called me the trucking queen. Now I'm six years further on, and the diesel that I've burnt has brought my liner back and forth across many border fronts. The crazy feeling that I get when I'm sitting behind, it's all I've ever wanted in this world of mine. Cause I'm a T-bone steaks that Josie makes are just right for me Cause I'm a free trucking woman Clear blue skies in my eyes for all the world to see I'm a free trucking woman Rolling on each night and day Living life in my own way accent it's good I keep on practicing 
yeah, keep it, keep it up. That's a good story about those, uh, those guys going down the pub in a bobtail. Loads of them stuffed into it. And then your man quipping about, sure it'll be harder to remember which side of the road than it will anything else. Yeah, it's a thing in Ireland to be able to <coughs> crack a joke isn't quite the right quip. Yeah, to be able to come up with these smart lines, that's, that's a big thing. I'll tell you when I was talking to him, I couldn't, I couldn't tell if they were serious, Paul. You know, and I think they were serious. You know, I mean, this is a new job for me, and I was like kind of nervous about the whole thing, and I didn't want to screw it up. And these guys came all the way across the world, and they're like, "Yeah, screw it, we're going to the pub." Yeah, I know my Irish accent's terrible. It's, uh, you know, I got to work on that. But, jeez, uh, uh, you know, uh, you don't think. You don't think I could fool anybody in Ireland, do you? I gotta work on that. Anyway, yeah, it was hilarious. Alright, I get up early today. I don't know what that light thing up in the sky is, but it's kind of convenient, I guess. Getting the oil changed. Oh, looks like they're done already. Nope, are they? No, that's the third bay. It's not me. I'm at South Milwaukee It's a small shop in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, very small, uh, the owner and my mechanic, these guys do great work, I don't go anywhere else, they do everything for me, yeah, they're the kind of place that strangely enough, if you come in to get something done and they notice that it's not a big deal, they'll tell you it's not a big deal and they won't charge you, they're uh, uh, trustworthy mechanics, it's a rare thing. I've been coming here for years. I get everything done here. So today's oil change day. Maybe you can hear the something out in the bay. And we'll uh, get going here pretty soon. Then we gotta go to the grocery store and we gotta go to the post office. On a side note, I'd like to let everybody know that the segment that I had that was titled Crazy Shit That Women Do is now being retitled Oh God, I Love My Wife and I Couldn't Live Without Her and the things that she inspires me to do. That'll be, that, that'll be the name change, Crazy Shit Women Do, to Oh, I Love My Wife. Uh, I'll be making that segment change right away. Uh, on a side note, my wife is now on Anchor, and uh, we'll probably be on here once in a while. <laughs> oh, you guys aren't going to believe this. So I'm driving out in my car. I'm driving in my car, running some errands. And this guy in the next car, you know, he's in the passenger seat, so rolls down. He's gestures for me to roll down a window. I'm like, are you okay? And he goes, you're texting and driving. And he's about my age. I said, I'm not texting and driving. I was, what I did was I had just made a post to you guys and, uh, I wasn't texting. So anyway, I said, I'm not texting, you know, F off. 
And, he, and then he said something, yeah, you can't text, that's wrong. So I yelled back, I'm not texting. I'm le- looking at Japanese pornos with your mom in them. Go away. I don't know, I, that was the best comeback I've had all day. But uh, it was so bizarre, so bizarre. And then as I left, I told him, I said, uh, don't, don't you love it when America, when people used to leave, the, you know, when they minded their own business? Yeah, we're becoming that kind of place now. Everybody got to be in everybody else's business. Anyway, that was my rant for the day. If that guy only knew how many miles I've driven with no accidents. If only. But I didn't want to get into it. So that's my rant for today. All right, I ran my errands. Now I'm going to go take a nap. You have me wondering about whether anyone in North America, and that's my way of saying any Americans or Canadians, whether any of them could do a decent Irish accent. I'm, I'm trying to think. Of course, that means that if, if North Americans can't do an Irish accent, it means Irish people can't really do a convincing North American accent, or does it? Anyway, keep 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 on practicing, um, and I tell you what, I can't, I'm thinking of any of the Irish people, any of the people who've had a go at it. None of them have, that I can think of, have, you know, uh, uh, are anywhere close. You know, Paul, I don't think we can. Uh, but it's not for because we can't what it is is the the irish accents that we see here on television are comical you know the lucky leprechaun the the and the ones we see on tv are very you know they're very um they're exaggerated they're they're comical they're not the way normal people talk example you know um the only real life uh um irish accents i hear are yourself and and uh, your daughters you know those are the only ones i hear so the female irish accent the only true one i hear is is your daughters and the only one i truly hear is yours so and to truly do an impression or to pick up an accent of a society you need a well-rounded you know, you, you need a, you need to hear about you know five to ten different versions of the of the accent. That way, you can get the gist of, you know, the where you can go and where you can't go. But you need the real life version. No, so I don't think we, you know, I think everything we see is very comical. You know, it's not. It's or is it comical or exaggerated? And that's why it's hard for us to do an Irish accent. You know, we don't get to see it. Um, so, on that being said, when I watch, because I think you said that uh, The Quiet Man with John Wayne was filmed in Cork, Ireland. So, was it actually filmed in Cork, Ireland? I have to go look this up. And, two, when you see the accents that are in that movie, because a lot of those are American actors, I think most of them are American actors, what do you think of the accents when you see that movie? Did they did they come close or did they butcher it? Especially like the priests, 
the man who played the uh, the matchmaker, I can't think of his name, was that a real thing with the matchmaking? You know, was that was that a real thing? The thing with the dowry, was that real? What they were actually fighting over? Uh, Maureen O'Hara, was her accent correct? Oh, it doesn't even matter what she says. She was smoking hot. She could, she could just stand there and it wouldn't matter. But, I mean, is there any character in that movie that nails the accent? Uh, going to the pub, because there's quite a bit of pub in there. It, is that Would that be a reflection of early, um, you know, early Irish uh, behavior in that day? You know, is it, does that movie nail it, or is it, or is it just too comical, too far fetched? You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm seriously curious about that now. So no, I don't think we, I don't think we do a good Irish accent, but I think we could. If I was around somebody from Ireland long enough, I could do it. But I need to be around them. This is like when I lived down south. I started talking like North, like somebody from North Carolina. It was easy, but I gotta be. I gotta immerse myself in the society. I have to. I have to dip into the, into the pool of their, of their, of their words, and I have to bathe in it. For me to pick up an accent properly, and I and I just don't have that. You know, I, I just don't have it around me to be able to do that. That's what you need. You need to be able to bathe in the color of the language. Because that's what an accent is, isn't it? It's just a color. It's the color of speech. At least that's why I look at it. Hey, Paul. I really appreciate that. That you like that. Uh, what I'm going to do this week, though, I might have a few that are automatically going to drop down. I don't remember what days I had scheduled, but this week... I'm either going to play Court of the Day, something I made up, or I'm going to play quotes that others have come up with. So if you have a personal quote, I would appreciate it if you'd send it to me. One from yourself. And uh, that would be nice. I would love to hear that. So Quote of the Day, everybody, that's your challenge. Send me some quotes, either one you did yourself, which would be awesome, Let's make this uh, self, self-awareness quote week, I guess. I don't know what to call it. But this week, I'm going to do my own quotes, and then whatever you guys send me. So no, no major quotes, just the ones we have. Quotes, sayings, proverbs, you know, whatever you can come up with. Or you're taking a proverb, or you're taking a quote. But if you send me a quote, a regular quote, famous quote, I ask that you give me your definition of what is being said. Because everybody looks at the at the milk carton from their angle. And I want to hear how what your angle of the milk carton is. So that's what I'm looking for. Uh, on a lighter note, I'm headed to work. It's uh, 21 degrees. Stop drizzling, so at least it's not icy. And uh, gonna do it all over again. Bloomington, Denver, or Bloomington, Chicago, Denver, Chicago. Then uh, just call the head, and maybe they'll have it ready for me when I get there. That would be awesome. I left early because it was uh, sprinkling, 
21 degrees, so this is going to turn into a sheet ice. I'm sure there's ice down here already, but it's not a sheet yet. So if I get down there a couple hours early and get a tip, big deal. It's a lot better than, you know, driving on a sheet ice. Besides, the queen fish is already asleep. There's no sense hanging around the house when she's asleep. How boring with it is, you know what I mean? It's pretty boring. Since she's listening, probably, I would sleep to tell her that I miss her very much and that life would be incomplete without her. Now that she's listening, I have to say that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I got some more calls. And I love the way you do these quotes of the day. You know, as you say yourself, taking them out of context and commenting on them. You see, that means that you are making the quote meaningful to yourself. And you're not presenting somebody else's meaning. It's, it's Kingfish's quote. You make the quote your, your own by taking it out of context and not, not worrying too much about what the author meant in the first place. In other words, you end up owning the quote. I like that a lot. Well, Paul, I think I have to kind of, you know, I have to do it that way because... You know, like the other day we did one from Napoleon, uh, Napoleon, N Napoleon Bonaparte. Well, you know, what he's saying and what I'm doing, what he's, his words still apply to the human psyche, but the times and the situations vary so completely that they're at, that everything is taken out of context because I'm not utilizing the quote at the time that it was said. And those circumstances are different. So I kind of have to do it that way. And for it to make any sense or to be any good, I think I have to apply it to my situation and what I'm going through. Because if I don't, then a quote, oh, excuse me, a quote from 50 years ago is just classic literature in a short form. <laughs> It just doesn't, it just doesn't apply. But if I think I take the words that were said, which I think words are timeless, and I apply them to today's standards or to what I'm going through, then I give the, I give the words more meaning, or at least they're more meaning for me. You know, it gives it more of a more modern era. But the truth is, is that you're, you're, you know, they're completely out of context because they're out of age. You know, anything that was said 20, 30, 40 years ago is a completely different situation than today. So, all the quotes, I guess almost every quote ever said is out of context in a way. Because nothing will ever be the same that led up to the quote being made. Even though they may still apply. I know I'm overthinking this, but... It's, uh, it's a fun thing to think about. But, uh, yeah. Well, and I think that's why I did the... Um, I'm doing too many ums and ahs here. That's why I did the um, 
because I'm still thinking it through what I did because I kind of did it without thinking about it but I think now that I look on it I think that the reason why I did the explanation of the quote is so that it would have some kind of meaning because otherwise it'd just be useless filler you know it's but by giving it some kind of meaning and giving it you know what I saw in it you know which is definitely not a very accurate portrayal of of any quote you know it's um it's like looking at the milk carton well if you're looking if you're sitting across from me at the breakfast table maybe you're looking at the dietary information on the back of the label maybe the you know maybe the kid sitting next to me is looking at the yeah the advertisement on the side of the milk carton and me i'm looking at the label on the front where it's got a big cow sassy cow milk that's a real brand here in wisconsin and uh, tells you how great you are for buying it and how their cows are treated fairly and humanely and if you were to ask any three of us what what was to describe the milk carton we would be able to describe our point of view but nobody you know and I think that's the way I look at the quotes they're going to mean something to everybody so if anybody is still listening (laughs) If you have an interpretation of any one of the quotes when I put them up, I would love to put that up there. I, absolutely. Because if you, you know, maybe you'll see something in these things that I don't see. And I love to find things that I missed, you know, or that I overlooked. It does not bother me to do that whatsoever. In fact, I rather enjoy it. And then I think to myself, why did I miss that? How did I miss that? I need to do better. So if anybody has any ideas on that, please let me know.